Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Johnny, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this started tonight. Hey, it's Footy Prime, and we're getting you set for the World Cup. It's just days away, everyone, and this is our official big World Cup preview show. Um, but before we get to that, Wonga and Craig were very busy yesterday um, whoring the Footy Prime brand, and Wonga insisted that, that we, we talk about that, that shoot before we get into the World Cup here. So, Wonga, what exactly happened? So... We were asked to partner with North Star Bets about creating a 90-minute stat holiday. So all of us Canadians who, in our DNA, love supporting Canadian national teams at these championships. So Craig shot a commercial yesterday. And like B said, I forgot that you you guys are all professionals. He was fantastic. Other than his 1930s polyester blend tracksuit, he was fantastic. So, Craig, kudos. You did where, pretty prime proud. Hey, where did he get that tracksuit? Was that Giant Tiger special? Yeah. If you went near a flame, that thing would have been gone in a second. It, it was a nod to those old jerseys that he keeps talking about. The score. Like the flag the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. You should, horrendous. You, you should have seen the static electricity. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Wonger touched me once and I had these earplugs in and the electricity went right into my ear hole. It like literally just <laughs> did it make your hair stand on end? Oh, oh, oh he's such a well man. actually it did. And she had to cut a couple strands off. Craig, can you stand up for me? Because I think you're wearing the track pads. So. Are you still wearing the bo- them? I got the bottoms on right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, look at those ball huggers. Leo Burnett had some great writers, wrote a great script, but they went out and bought this tracksuit for Craig that was 90% polyester. Could have been made, a, it could have been a parachute. And uh, literally, like Jimmy said, if it went near fire, it would have like lit you up like a a bonfire homie yeah 
It's an Eastern Bloc special. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where's this uh, ad going to air and when? It's going to be all over social media. So you'll see it on your Facebooks, your Instagrams, and our team is all going to record our little bits too. So look for us, Footy Prime, supporting the 90-minute stat holiday. All right. Look forward to seeing that and hearing it. It was, right, fun. it was fun, but I got to tell you, when I arrived, I get up, is it Brampton? I don't know what they call it now or something. There's a naming, right? Brampton Soccer Center, right? Yeah. I get there and I think, okay, we're doing this little commercial. I get there and there's freaking cranes. There's lighting kits. There's 50 people everywhere. I am like, what the fuck have I got myself in here? Wonger didn't say anything. Like, this is like a full up, right? Well, I didn't realize they were actually making a series. You know that Orphan Black series? Well, that was it, going, yeah. it was going on. And I thought it was me. I literally shit myself all the way to the <laughs> building. I'm just like, holy fucking, what the hell? This is unbelievable. <laughs> I get it wasn't in. about you. Luckily, it wasn't about you're you. inside. It was about Little Orphan Black. No, it wasn't us at all. It was Orphan Black, the, the series. So that was kind of cool. But we had, there was 12 in the crew, I think, outside yeah, of us. Yeah, Remember? there were about 15 people overall at the uh, <laughs> at the shoot for Craig, so, and he had a makeup person. I was just and they had a that. great craft table. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's where you spent your day, spectacular eh? Spectacular craft table. Hey, Stax, did they tell you to stop walking when they were filming because you were crinkling too much, making too much noise in that taxi? <laughs> oh, there's the no It was all stuck to me. The static electricity was unbelievable. <laughs> Turning the lights on and off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh just All repeated right. the old thing over and over and over from different locations but it was uh yeah it was good people though eh Wonger, did, great, people. great people did it make great you miss people. did it make you miss uh tv no it made me not want to be an actor fair i was thinking wow it's a lot of hurry up and wait right i mean yeah. you're really good though craig kudos oh, man. thanks you were thanks, spectacular buddy. he's a pro he's a pro's pro is craig all right, let's get to this World Cup, shall we? Kicks yes. off on Sunday, of course. Um, we're going to go through a few questions here, both both generic, general World Cup questions, um, and then get to some Canada stuff as well. So I want us to start by asking you guys, like, it's a winter World Cup. It's different, very different to other World Cups. With summertime, you know, you, you experience it a different way. Are, are you going to – will this affect your enjoyment, do you think, that we're going to be going into the Christmas season, the holiday season, and a World Cup's – on at the same time or once the football begins and kicks off on Sunday that will just take over everything Craig I think that when it starts guys I think that we're going to be so excited and think wow this is unbelievable we're into November weather's crap and we get to watch World Cup football day in day out wall to wall top to bottom I think it's going to be pretty cool I think there's actually a fear that we grow to like it in the winter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, right? Because yeah. look at the look at the Premier League in the pandemic. Remember that season where they didn't play a single game, uh, two matches at the same time. That every Premier League match across the weekend had its own time slot. That was great for that season, for that period, right? That's what yeah. this is going to be now. And I think as North Americans, right, Warner with March Madness, like we're kind of used to that. We're just like let sports take over an entire workday for a period of the week, and and let's just have at it. So, B, B I was actually thinking the exact same thing. You, Craig, and I have been doing March Madness for about, you've been coming about four years now, but um, Craig and I have been doing for 20. Mm-hmm. And this just reminds me of 
like three or four games a week. I mean, a day. This is exciting. I'm like, this is a month long. Who was that? <laughs> what happened there? Well, it was great. <laughs> it's not finished yet. What is Got it? Got to come fire alarm probably. Oh no! Is that what it is? <laughs> your speakers near building. Maybe your your pants triggered it. <laughs> Put the vape too close to the to the tracksuit. When the vape, the tracksuit, and the microphone are near, too, there's too much static electricity. Yeah, well, if it keeps okay. going, on, just mute yourself and then jump yeah. in when you can. Okay, yeah. let's do that. Um, but yeah, I think B makes a good point there. Um, one thing about World Cups in the summer is great and all, but if you're stuck here and at home and you're watching it, and the weather's beautiful outside, and you're watching four games a day. You do think, ah, man, wouldn't mind being outside right now. Could always move the TV outside, I suppose. But haven't done that in the past. Whereas this, the weather's shit. What else are you going to do? Yeah. It is going to be so different, though. I mean, the one thing that I love with the World Cup in the summer is just seeing everybody in the streets. The patios are packed. All the bars are putting the TVs outside. And everybody's in shorts and T-shirts. And we're not going to get that this year, are we? And it'd be so different as well when you think about the southern hemisphere. Now it's reversed for them. They'll be doing it's summertime, really, for yeah, them. That's right. They'll be they'll be enjoying it. They'll be sitting on the patios and having yeah. a blast. Australia's long run in the World Cup, you know, those, those patios will be packed right through to the final. You know, <laughs> Jimmy makes a really good point, though. I say this all the time that Toronto is one of the best places in the world to be during a World Cup and a European Championships because you can partake in and celebrate with a, a team and people from everywhere and you, you definitely are gonna lose that that that'll be different there'll still be parties there'll still be bars packed but it, it's it's not going to be the same it's not going to be the same numbers either do you think no, they're going to see that those patios or not patios those bars packed with canadians who support you know england and germany and spain and argentina are they now going to become canadian fans are we going to see the sea of red across the cities in canada or do you think what do you really think do you think they're going to still revert back to, I'm still a Portugal fan, number one, but uh, I'll also watch Canada. I'm kind of curious. I don't think you'll see many jerseys in the streets because it'll be covered with their parkas. (laughs) That's true. And because they haven't been able to get them. There's that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're available now. I've seen a few. It it depends. Canadian Tire Special. I think, Sharms, it depends on how you measure that. Like me, for example, if I was here, doing events with you all i would be uh, as big a canada fanboy as ever um on match days and i will be throughout the whole tournament and when canada play portugal in the semifinals i'm cheering for canada but on those match days where portugal is playing and canada is not i look the same as i always do when portugal plays and i and i am a portugal fan i think you're gonna have people like that mm. yeah I, I suppose there will very much be a case of you have two teams in this world cup and then there'll be millions of people, Canadians, that will be, you know, the armchair fans or even not even sports fans will tune in just because. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of experts out there pretty soon, boys. I can't wait. experts. Yeah, those Olympic experts that all of a sudden, Wonger, are the biggest, like, luge fan. You know what it is? with it? He goes into that corner at this angle, and he just, now to hear those people talk about Atakubi running up the, the mm-hmm. touchline. Oh, I can't wait. B, I have to tell you, man, I love cheering for th- things I don't understand. So <laughs> that's why I catered it to you. I, I, I like I, I'd watch I'd watch Jimmy's darts. I'd watch snooker if it was national. Like if we had a national snooker. Some right now, by the way, the uh, the uh, um, UK. Well, I knew I, I had to include you into that yeah. conversation. Very inclusive, producer. 
Yeah, it's great, by the way. You should check it out. Um, all right. Well, moving on. Um, you, you mentioned Portugal there, B. Now, like it or, or hate it, Messi and Ronaldo are, are still going to be, I think, the main figureheads as the World Cup begins. A lot of eyes on Ronaldo, especially, by the way. I'm not sure if you saw that uh, little video with him and Bruno Fernandes today, which we can talk about a little bit later, another question. But uh, Messi or Ronaldo, which player needs to win this World Cup? the most for their legacy? Jimmy? I would say... uh, Ronaldo, if he wins it, then he'd be just rubbing it in everybody's face. (laughs) Wouldn't he? Telling everybody how great he was. You know, I can't get a game for Man United, but I can win a World Cup. But for me, I I would like to see Messi win it, to be honest with you. Genuinely like to, to see him win it. And I think because of the fact... The way that he handles himself, you know, and I think when we talk about the greatest of all times, it, it's not just what you do on the pitch. It's also how you handle yourself off the pitch. Um, and I think he's got everything, everything as a, as a true professional that young kids would look up to. You never hear any problems with him, gets on with his job, you know, sports charities, does his commercials. Um, and I think if he won it, I think that would just be the icing on the cake for him to be the best ever i think if either one of them win it it'll be that it'll be that one it'll lift them to number one i really do it'll in the eye i don't personally think that's it i think i don't even like to rank them both i think they're just both two amazing players that we've been lucky enough to see in our generation they really are i think it matters how they would win it though if it's like peyton manning that super bowl with the broncos like people will remember like oh he won the world cup but uh, remember they just carried him there they just threw him on for 30 minutes or he got attacked by moths in the face and he wasn't going to make an hour anyway. <laughs> True. <laughs> do you think so? Do you think it matters? Or do you think as time goes by, they just see, oh, there's that picture of Messi or Ronaldo hoisting that trophy above their head <laughs> and how they did it is kind of irrelevant. I think it matters. I, I think I think, it, I think it will matter to an extent how they do it. Because if, if they just get you know thrown on there, they're not an impactful part of the team. If if there's you know three or four guys in both sides uh, have pieces that can really carry them there, and then it's just the photo op, I think I think that for some people uh, will make it feel different. Portugal you know have ten Premier League players going. Eh? I know, I know that it wasn't that long ago where there was none. Right, there was yeah. no Portuguese players in the Premier League, and it's amazing that there's other guys there that aren't don't play for Wolves. <laughs> right, that is actually yeah. quite amazing. Yeah, yeah, but you know, oh, there's a couple back- injured now. From Wolves, and, yes, yeah, there is. So. and even not maybe p- particular picked. Uh, the young lad at yeah. Liverpool, he he didn't get picked, and he's mm-hmm. now he's turned down. And un, un, yeah, under yeah, he's sulking a little bit. Well, he's yeah, he's like, oh, you not pick me? Yeah. Fine, I'll go play for England. Then. That's Cavallo. Yeah, he said uh, he let the Portuguese federation know he's no longer available for Portugal under twenty ones, mm-hmm. which yeah. essentially means he's done playing for Portugal, and he's mm-hmm. been in England for nine years, so he can't play for England. He wouldn't make England either, by the way. Yeah, can he play <laughs> for Canada? Is he available for Canada? Can I adopt him? Charms, I was um, well, he, probably he's young enough. He could be his dad. I was seeing some Dunlop tears there. We were all tasting Dunlop tears there when you said he's not going to play for Portugal. Oh, I think no. there's a little bit of depth in that squad. I don't yeah, think they'll, they'll be okay. Uh, he's yeah. he's in the same age bracket as Rafael Leal, so he wasn't going to see much. Time. You know, you know, how you were telling, you were saying how many players for Portugal are in the Premier League, and I was looking at the numbers of, of players that are in England that are going to World Cup. And when you look at the table where Man City is and where United are, Man City's got 15 players going to the World Cup 
and Man United's got 16. Oh, really? That's interesting. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Arsenal, handful, I think. So imagine that after this and, and World Cup, how it's all going to pan out. It could truly <laughs> affect the second half of the season. That's it. That's it's it's incredible. Saying. I know Arsenal, um, like you mentioned, they're not as many players, but a lot of these teams are, are playing, are going to Dubai and, and across Europe this next month and playing exhibition matches. So it depends how well a certain team does, right? If Brazil or Argentina do well and go deep, then those players come back knackered. But if a team like England crash out early, it's going to bode really well for a Man City, for example, or a Belgian crash out early. How mm. great would that be? You know, I think you know. Arsenal still have 11 going. You know, I mean, if there's yeah, a lot. One, one in six players at the World Cup will be Premier League. Is that what it is? One in six? Yeah. Well, so, there's, a, there's a lot of MLS representative, uh, representatives uh, in the in the World Cup. The biggest, yeah. for sure. It shows where that league is going and the quality of it. The biggest but, of any World Cup cycle, you mean? Yes. Yeah, the most. Yeah. That's Apparently. amazing. Apparently, Bayern's got the most with 17. Going is that Bayern, eh? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder, though, if MLS is most represented because Canada qualified as well. Ah, uh, yeah. That could be what tipped the balance. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Been, you know, Well, there's more Saudi Arabian players going from the Saudi re- league, you know, than there is MLS. But, I mean, what does that right, mean? They're all on one team. Right, right. <laughs> or two teams, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so on that note, I mean, South America or Europe, you know, wh- which continent do you think is going to steal the show at, at this year's World Cup? Or will it be in Asia or, or finally Africa? Will they have that breakthrough tournament? For me, I think it's still South America. I still have Brazil and Argentina as my two to pick. But uh, wh- what do you think, Craig? Well, I, I really like Senegal, to be honest with you. But now Mane's injured. Uh, that's a big, big knock to them. Mm-hmm. But they still have six Premier League players in their squad even. You know, so um, anybody else in there from Southern, from a surprise? I'm not sure. Manny's sure. traveling though, right? He's in the squad. Yeah, yeah. He might be available in knockout he round. Might, might be available in knockout. They got to get out. Yeah. He's worth taking a chance on, isn't oh, he? Oh, absolutely. We're <laughs> <laughs> in a pretty fortunate group as well. I mean, not to dismiss Ecuador, who's, a, I think, actually a very good team and <laughs> could well get out of that group. Netherlands are who they are they could be great or they could be terrible and uh and and well Qatar we saw Qatar they're terrible <laughs> yeah not the gold cup Qatar team that we uh we're all expecting no precisely maybe we should actually say the gold cup Qatar team was the, the Qatar team to expect not the versus Canada Qatar team in a friendly right maybe we're putting too much weight on that match well when they beat Ecuador 5-0 in the <laughs> opening match on Sunday yeah then we'll all think differently when they play the Netherlands and probably lose by the opposite scoreline. Well, that stadium, man, it's got a reputation, man. It's going to be a cauldron, isn't it? It's got a reputation, long-standing <laughs> reputation for big, big matches. What do you think, B? Is it going to be a one, one continent's going to be the become the face of this tournament? I, I kind of feel like the pressure is on South America as a continent, don't you think? Like yeah. uh, Brazil and Argentina are both so heavily favored. There's so much expectation and weight on Argentina having finally won the Copa and this being Messi's last World Cup. I really don't think that this uh, this is going to be Ronaldo's last World Cup, I'll be honest. I think he's playing in 26, but I think this is Messi's last. Not a chance. No, I think he is. I absolutely well, he'll want to, but he ain't been, he's not getting picked. There's more chance of Borjan being dropped for the Croatia game than that. <laughs> I think it would, the reaction on Twitter was split, mind you. 
I think was it really? Was, I didn't see. I think there was a. There was a. There, it may have been. You know, sixty forty. More people agreeing with Craig and I than you. Well, that's because they're idiots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you always treat our loyal fan base. Yeah, Just I know these unwashed awesome. peasants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, really I appreciate I'm, our I, listeners myself. Well, I appreciate them. As do I. I mean, we're idiots too. We're all a big communal <laughs> group of idiots. Do you agree, Jimmy? Is is it going to be South America's tournament? Do you think? Um, I think Argentina is going to the final, but I think a European team is going to step up and win it. Whether it's France, Germany, England, Portugal, either Holland or the Netherlands, one of the two. Uh, we'll see. I think it used to matter. I don't know laugh there when I said either Holland or the Netherlands. <laughs> oh, I had my mic off. I was laughing. I literally was laughing. Who were the Dutch? I caught it. I caught it. And where did the Dutch come from? Like, how many names do you want, man? I was waiting for. How many for, names do you guys need? I was waiting for Wanger to jump in and be like, Holland? He's Norwegian. I didn't think he was there. <laughs> hey, did you see them? Some some low division club has put a tweet out today um, saying they've made a. Their interest known into signing Holland on loan yeah, I saw the next that. month. Brilliant, superb, <laughs> great marketing. Whatever it costs to put the official bid in and send the fax over. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Then it's you could turn to the, you could turn to the fans and go, "Well, look, we tried. <laughs> we made an effort." Seventh tier. They play in the seventh tier. Yeah. Official twenty-eight day loan bid. I love it. How do you think you do in that league anyway? Three hundred goals. He needs service. Years. Without the service, though, be yeah. He hasn't got. Uh, yeah, good point. Feeding him. Good point. As Jimmy said, you know, when we had Kaylin and Kyle on, and I talked about having scored two goals, having played with her, so obviously it was the service which put me in that upper echelon of scoring form, right? So it's all about the service, man. All about the providers. Yeah, I'm still with South America for this one, but at the same time, um, you know, Jimmy makes a good point with the European teams. I've totally dismissed England. Actually, I think more than ever before, I've dismissed really? this team. I don't know why, because they were so good at Euro, but I, I shouldn't put too much emphasis on the Nations League. But usually I feel a lot better about England ahead of World Cups than I do about this group for some reason. Am I being unfair? Is yeah. it that there's no forwards? That you only have two recognized number nines? <laughs> Maybe. No, he's just trying to protect himself and his, his emotions. Emotions mm. that when it does happen, he won't be so crushed when they lose in a penalty shootout in the last in the last eight. No, you know what happened? This always happens. So I'm kind of dismissing them. And then I see them in the national anthems and then they'll go along the line of the team. And I'll go, oh. Actually, this is pretty fucking good. They might they might just do it. And then they'll draw Iran 1-1 and I'll be just out for Christ's sakes. Will the anthem have the same effect on you though now that it's God Save Chuck? Oh, that's a good point. Probably not. You're right. God Save the King. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. That's interesting. Yeah, obviously got hey, that connection with Liz. Charms, your, your second team is England. B's is Portugal. I want to know Jimmy's JC's and Craigers, who you're cheering for after England. Uh, yeah, JC with an England. I, I don't think, uh, <laughs> apart from JC, I don't think they would have. They would have one. Oh, I do. But, I think England. I think it's England. No, no. Do you have people, one, Craig? People presume England. I mean, I, yeah. I used to cheer for England because of the teammates that played in it for the England side, more so. But now it's like, yeah, I just want to see good football. I want to see a really good tournament. And we That's know safe. it takes a certain amount of luck to win this. You get to that round of 16, the quality that's in there, we've seen it before. Anything can happen. I mean, if Greece can win the Euro back in 2004, anything's possible. Do you have a team you don't want to see win then, if you're not going to pick a second team? Portugal, because he works with me. 
you imagine if Portugal won? Oh, Jesus, he would, would not shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> you guys would probably oh. pay me out. That would probably be, that might, might be the moment. That might be the moment. I couldn't handle it. I don't know about you. I, there's no way. I couldn't. No. I wouldn't put up with it. I'd be tapped out. <laughs> Jimmy, do you got a second team you're going to cheer for after Canada? Yeah, do you know what? I've always, I've always had a soft spot for, obviously, uh, England, um, just because growing up there and playing there. Um, but then Argentina, I've always watched closely. Mm. Ever since mm. I was a kid, I was I always enjoyed watching Argentina. Mm-hmm. All right, JC, who's yours? I have always had an affinity for Ghana because um, they made that little run. I forget which year, but I I just think. And we were talking earlier: is it who's gonna like which continent's gonna surprise? But I feel like Africa since you know South like since South Africa and then. But I I just feel like Ghana's got. There, there's, I like the way they play, mm-hmm. but then other than that, it's got to be England because you know whatever. Is your but fingernails I, painted? Two of them. Is there a reason? Just yeah. Just... So it's a lot of I guess celebs are doing it. So it shows solidarity for uh, children who are victims of of domestic violence. Not oh, really? violence. Lucky, lucky I didn't. T- lucky I didn't take the piss there because I, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Jesus, you... <laughs> That's a good cause. Well, here's yeah, but here's the thing. I live in Fort Erie, Ontario, and it's as nice as it is. Um, they're not the most uh, inclusive uh, town, mm. so um, forgetting that that was the case, I, I get a lot of flack for. I went to the hardware store. Look, hit your both fingers with a hammer. I'm like, nah. I'm like, yeah, actually, I did because I don't want them to be like, what are you talking about? And then you know, but anyway. Yeah. Nah. You should respond to them by saying, oh, so I guess you support abuse yeah. of children. That's it. Yeah. But you can't really get that out because they'll be, you know, beating you up in the name of. Mm. Mm. Well, know. it's a very. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which is often the case in the show in general. So, yeah, it's, it's the theme of the show. Thank yep. God we got that in for our World Cup preview. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> all right. Well, moving what do on. What you guys now? think of that, though, about the Ghana prediction? Like, I don't think they're going to go all the way, but like, what do you think of the African team? Well, Ghana, Ghana um, had Cut that group. big year. Remember, of course, when, when they were killed by Luis Suarez and that that handball, right, to prevent the goal. Which is what was that? Two thousand and ten. Ten, right? It was South yeah. Africa. Yeah, we did the show. One of the most controversial moments in in World Cup history, and they were yeah. screwed. But that was a really good Ghana team. I think it was a much stronger Ghana team than this time around. I think this time around, Senegal is flying the flag. Not to dismiss Morocco. Um, mm-hmm. Egypt might be the best African team, and they're not even there. True. Yeah, I agree. But, but I want to see them. I want this to be the World Cup where an African team makes the noise, right? Cameroon was was everyone's favorite team, right? But never actually really made huge noise. Um, was it the quarterfinals or the last sixteen? I think it was. They lost to England back in nineteen ninety. I think it, the Roger Miller year. Roger Miller. Yeah. 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 yeah That's a long time ago. But there's obviously great talent coming out from there. So. We'll see. Um, B? African football right now is the strongest, I think, that it actually has been. However, it's not uh, represented the strongest at this World Cup with Egypt at home. And, you know, I, I just think um, I just think that uh, you go through these these rosters, there's a few kind of like star names that you know are, are you know, elite. Um, but the teams overall are not, uh, doesn't seem to be as complete as they, as they were. What's cool though, we're seeing ex-players now managing African teams. Used to be the old European guys, Bora Militinovic and these kind of fellas, right? Yeah. And now you're seeing, um, 
Alio Cisse is, is a coach in Africa. Um, oh, R- who's, Rigobert who's Cam- Song? Cam- Rigobert Song at Rigobert Cameroon. Song. Yeah, exactly. So I love seeing that. That's really important, I think, for African football when, when they start, you know, investing in their programs and bringing those former players back to actually coach those teams. That's how you, you get progress for sure. All right, moving on now. Um, the Golden Boot, the favorites, Harry Kane at plus 800. Uh, Karim Benzema at plus 900, tied with Kylian Mbappe. Messi's at plus 1,200. These are all North Star bets odds, by the way. Uh, Ronaldo's at plus 1,400. Who's going to win this thing? Or will it be one of them, do you think? Or someone else be? Of all of those names, I think FIFA was trying to tell us something with their promo video. Did you see their animated intro? You're going to see it on all the broadcasts. Uh, I put it on my story, actually. And uh, Ronaldo and Messi are there, obviously. But the biggest figure, like physically the biggest uh, cartoon that they drew is Kylian Mbappe. And I feel like uh, the world is a... Waiting for Kylian Mbappe to uh, to be as good as he was in 2018. Even if France are, I think Kylian Mbappe will will be. I think it might have something to do with the connection to Qatar and France, and you know Platini. And, <laughs> well, I mean, there could be that. You know, the voting <laughs> and uh, the uh, gas. Things yeah, you're right. Contracts, could, you know, could be yeah. that. So yeah. cynical, Craig. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's funny though. The cl- closing shot. I did notice that Messi is in the closing shot. Ronaldo is not, and Mbappe is twice the size of Messi. Well, as an animated figure. Is, though. But yeah. as an animated figure, there was <laughs> no need actually for that. is. Oh, yeah. And Qatari's <laughs> only uh, Paris Saint-Germain. I forgot about that. There's that too. That might be a slight connection there, yeah? Maybe. <laughs> you wait when Olivier Giroud wins it. We'll all be surprised, won't we? Yeah. 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 Kane's favorite because the English gamble so much. So they just want to, like, you know what I mean? They're going to. Well, he was also the golden boot winner in 2018, wasn't he? Six goals. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, though, not yeah. based on form. It's based on how much money they expect to take. I think so. Yeah. 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 That's why Ronaldo and Messi are, yeah. are there plus 1,200 and plus 1,400, respectively. It's not going to be Ronaldo. It's not going to be. It's not going to start or what? I'm worried about that team. I am. I know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Well, you're going to be really worried in 26 when he plays. <laughs> yeah. When, he, when they wheel him out. No, that's the redeem. That's the redeem dream. That's the uh, redemption song. Well, let's get to them now. Actually, you know what? Forget. It. Let's get. To, let's jump a question here. Right? Let's get to Portugal. If 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 that's an answer to this question, okay. Who is going to be the team that implodes at this World Cup? The one that falls apart off the field, or the controversies, the finger pointing, the arguments, the maybe someone pushes a coach, maybe a famous player gets sent home, and then we see him walking his dog like the next week, you know, and makes front page headlines a la Roy Keane back in 2002. Who's it going to be, Craig? Well, I can tell you who's not going to be. It won't be Qatar. Uh, <laughs> they'll be well, really well behaved, I'm sure. Saudi Arabia, perfectly well behaved. Nothing problem there. So nothing there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It will happen somewhere. It always does. I think there's one team. That we're all thinking about. Who's that going to be, Jimmy? I'm going to say Portugal. Because hey! <laughs> <laughs> they're starting off with a bang already. Well, yeah. you referred to, Charms, you referred to that video with Fernandez and, and Ronaldo, yeah. like giving each other the cold shoulder. That makes me smile. Yeah, of course it does. I thought about you fuckers as soon as I saw Charms. <laughs> in the shower? Was that in the shower? <laughs> Me thinking about you or yeah. this video? The yeah, video was in the it, change room. Okay. No, I don't well, do much well, thinking well, in the show. I know there's been comments since. Oh, no, no, it was nothing. You know, they hadn't 
seen each other or whatever. But when you saw that video, did you think, oh, I had that exact same reaction. Um, yes, I did think, oh, because Ronaldo very seldomly shows a side of him that seems organic um, and not calculated was my point when the cameras are on. And that was the first time I feel like uh, I've ever seen him um, crack in front of the cameras. Uh, maybe it was like, oh, where he it was the first time in his life he realized Bruno knows where the cameras are too. And Bruno knew the camera was there, so he had to look cold. I also, I'm well, trying to point, justify yeah. that. He had to look frosty. But he looked incredulous, didn't he, Ronald? Like, what do you mean you're ignoring me, the great CR7, the most important person in Portugal? And you, you scumbag. Well, I think Bruno maybe, Fernandes, how it, dare you? That's what, like, he was just couldn't even contemplate the fact that someone wouldn't worship and drop to their knees and bow in front of him. Maybe Bruno felt double-crossed. Not only did you turn your back on our club and try and light it on fire while I'm still in the house, but you also did it with Piers Morgan instead of our countryman Pedro Pinto. <laughs> what yeah. a backstabbing scumbag. That's a great, great point. Did he, are you saying that Piers was the wrong guy to be interviewed? Piers is so hateable, isn't he? I mean, that, that interview may be the two most hateable people in the world. Could be. Certainly polarizing, yeah. Mm. But... It certainly worked. I mean, social media was lit up. I mean, Ronaldo has, what, 700 million social media followers? And he's like, you know what? You want to treat me like shit, no matter what, whether rightly or wrongly, he's like, I'm going to show you what kind of impact I've got. I mean, there was 600,000 tweets. Like, it, it was just crazy how big it is. He's just so massive. On this weird, weird channel, right, that not many people watch, but they will now. Right, Piers Morgan, whether you love him or hate him, has a lot of pull on social media, mm -hmm. and it comes out. It comes out tomorrow, right? Doesn't it? Wednesday and Thursday, I think the actual interview. We've Even Hamid Wayne Rooney, do you hear the? We've already seen the meat and the potatoes. I like yeah. the Wayne Rooney one though, when he's about. Maybe it's because I look better than he does. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Poor Waza. Come on, yeah. Piers set him up for that though. Oh, Piers yeah. was Piers was pumping his tires. You know, dream boat. Oh, you're such a good looking man. That's got to be why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but they could implode right who knows or they could win it one of those teams there's a few of those teams aren't there this year's World Cup if everything goes right to Portugal mm -hmm. Ronaldo aside I mean listen they are more than despite what he might want they are more than Ronaldo they've got some serious world class talent there they do and yeah. uh, they, they scare me a little bit Portugal they're a really good team if they can keep their heads together but yeah. they, they are capable of winning the tournament with or without him if they figure out which one it is, because I think it, it, they have to pick one, yeah. <laughs> the longer the tournament goes. Not an easy group, though, fellas. No, no. Ghana, Portugal, Korea, Uruguay. That's uh, that's that's tough. Although Korea without Sun is huge, right? I know he's on the squad, and maybe he'll be back in time from the, the facial surgery. But uh, I'll tell you what, you know, if if he can't go. That's massive. That might be the biggest loss of any team at this World Cup because with respect to Korea, who work really hard, really fit, decent players technically, mm -hmm. they need the best player. He's And by far, he's their best player. Yeah. Yeah. That group's got 20 Premier League players in it. Where are you finding this information? That's, that's good information. Well, you know, if you look around, you do some research, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> did Wonger do it's on the internet? Yeah. Oh, it's Wikipedia. Okay. I did. No, <laughs> it's not. Like, no, no. So no, this no, is the team it. I think will implode, Charms. And I don't know if it's imploding. I'm just jumping in there. But it's going to be really nice to see the U.S. <laughs> not get 
I have them not even getting into the round of 16. So No, I love the U.S. I want the U.S. to do well. I want Canada to do well. Costa Rica. I'm, I'm cheering one? for Costa Rica, Mexico. 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 I'm, I'm cheering for the CONCACAF teams except for the U.S. It's I cannot no, cheer we love for the, the U.S. US. No. Nope. They do well. We do well. Honestly, Wong, uh, Craig is right. I know it actually sounds like as well too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> there, no, <laughs> there was a producer at the television station I used to work at. I came in the night that uh, the states lost to Trinidad, and this guy was a big soccer guy, and he was celebrating that the U.S. didn't qualify. And I looked. Was at this him, local like, Windsor? Local Windsor TV? No. <laughs> that, uh, and I looked at him. I'm like, you're you're fucking kidding, right? And he kept celebrating. Ah, the states that. I'm like, you work in tele. You work in this business. You work in this business and you're going to fucking celebrate. You fight for soccer here. You see the fight that we all put on. You've been in conversations and been dismissed. And you're going to fucking celebrate the States failing to qualify? You're a fucking idiot. I was so upset with him um, that, that, was his, that that was his reaction because he didn't see that the numbers that the U.S. can pull and that the better the U.S. men's national team is, the better it is up here because of the perception that soccer is bigger than it's being treated. I want them there. Of course, I want them there. But at the same time, we're at a point now with Canada being in World Cups. Yes, we are. Where yeah. we have a genuine rival, and that's the States. They are yes. our biggest rival yeah. by a million miles. And I would love to see them crash out on that merit because they can. Thank you. That's rival. how I feel about it. And I know exactly what you're talking about, B, because back in the day when I worked at that same network you did. In Windsor, the little of Windsor State? Yeah, the little one. Uh, the, the broadcast, local broadcast rights for the Toronto Maple Leafs was with Sportsnet. And what would what did Sportsnet want? Sportsnet wanted the Toronto Maple Leafs to get this close to the playoffs, come in ninth, and then because the Blue Jays started on April 1st. So you cheered, literally, that's what they wanted, where the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, we all talked about it, yeah. it would be great if they were back and forth with the Habs for eighth and ninth, and then they lose on the last night. And that's exactly what happened one year. And we said that was the best thing for the Blue Jays, which was then a Rogers property becoming part of their family. So as you know, it's so funny how you cheer. So I totally understand the U.S. comparison and getting that uh, fandom and rivalry built up through osmosis through the U.S. I totally get that. But as Sharm said, they are now a rival. I'd yeah. like to I'd like to see them burn. It's it's different now. I was just reliving a, an old experience there because it was fresh on the tongue. But yes, they can crash out in the in the in the group stages as long but as they're it's fiery. Canada yeah, and they're better. only like sixteenth in the like they're. It's not like they're. Ex, is there an expectation for the U.S. other than getting maybe to the sixth round of sixteen? I, I don't think this time around. I mean, it's funny before qualifying. Yes, I think you look at that team, and and there's a lot of hype around the kids coming through the European teams. Some solid mm. solid players. But qualifying really kind of just doused water all over it. And I don't think the fans are aboard the, the Greg Bearholder train. No. I think he's the guy under pressure. If they don't do well, he's gone, I would assume. Am, mm -hmm. I, am I right there? Because there isn't genuine talent on that team, more than perhaps we've seen before. I feel like they need to make the quarters for him to keep his job. Mm, well. Oh. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, the group's not bad, right? I mean, England aside, Wales and Iran, yeah. you think the States would think, yeah, we've got a chance against those two teams? I would think so too, especially since yeah. Iran's the only country that's not named their team at the time of recording. What are they and waiting for? Well, <laughs> who's not a lot, alive? There's a lot dead. going on in the country. There's a lot the going on. Well, they're the team to watch in many ways, aren't they? Because I mean, the players are, are backing the people there. 
Right. And so there's yeah. a lot of pressure on the coach to drop a lot of these key players, including their captain. Um, so that this is why they didn't submit um, but at least mon- but Monday's deadline. FIFA's uh, roster deadline was Monday early afternoon our time, and they yeah. did not meet that. But Could you imagine being those people? players, like the position they're in? Oh, like they, uh, they could. You don't back the government, the leadership. You're in trouble. You don't bat the people. You're in trouble. You're really bang right in the middle of this. These players stuck in a really difficult position. But your family too, eh? If you have family over there still, like if you haven't got them off off country, that you're sitting there, you can't do anything. Well, do do you see in in moving the politics theme here? Infantino has called on a ceasefire during the World Cup between Russia and Ukraine. I mean, the arrogance of the man is just appalling, isn't it? Not to mention it doesn't make much sense because that would give the Russians time to actually, you know, dig in and organize themselves. Yeah, the Russians are all for it. Yeah, yeah 100% they would be. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, sure. Give us time to think about this a bit yeah, more. get our Man. soldiers out of Kurdistan. Jesus Christ. Freaking FIFA. Anyway, um, who's going to win this thing, guys? Who you got? Brazil. Jimmy? Either Argentina or France. Mm. Mm. B? This French team is an enigma, man. There's, uh, they could be better than 2018, or they mm-hmm. could be worse. <laughs> and Even with uh, the injuries, right? Yeah, I agree. No, I think Argentina is going to win. I do. Wow. I have them as well. Wow. Guys, I, you didn't know this, but I picked my uh, pool, Dave DeCola's pool this morning. I have France and Argentina in the final, mm, and I have Argentina are. winning. All right. Look at and that. I flipped a lot of coins today. Yeah. I tell you what, there wouldn't be. I mean, outside the Ronaldo faithful, there would be a lot of smiles on people's faces to see Messi lift that trophy. There really would. I mean, he's he's just so popular. Uh, JC Ghana, right? Is that who you have? Well, I mean, I feel Ghana's going to go uh, quite far, but in the same group, uh, the old uh, H bomb. I got to go with the original winners, and that's Uruguay. Uh, they, it's a real. Uh, I mean, they came out uh, two back to back. You know, in the thirties. I feel like they could really uh, – it could be a huge upset. They're due. You know, it's a, there's a lot of the same players coming back uh, from that 1930 team. <laughs> so I feel like uh, Uruguay is going to go all the way. Uruguay, all the way. <laughs> it even Nunes, rhymes. Nunes is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It even rhymes. Yeah, well, you know, they're a decent team, Uruguay. That's for sure. And maybe Darwin Nunez will, will keep this form going and will boss the tournament and win the golden boot. And Luis Suarez will find some vintage form. And Anderson Cavani will – do what El Matador used to do, and they'll win it. And surprises all. It might be a surprise winner, right? It's a weird one this mm. year. You never know. Um, to Canada, no one mentioned Canada there, by the way, you freaking traitors. <laughs> <laughs> Which player, Jimmy, do you think is going to engineer the biggest move after the World Cup on this Canadian squad? Uh, I think it would be uh, Kone or Estacchio. Ooh. Mm. I think, st- I think Estacchio at the moment with his price tag is going up. Oh yeah, it's going quickly. So from where he's been and where he's going, like I think he's he's the guy. Sorry, be, sorry, Char, uh, Craig. What's his price tag right now in uh, at Porto? Porto. Oh, what's well, transfer I market mean, saying? What is he look- worth on the market now? Yeah, 20, like, where is it? Is yeah, I I I would say just playing the way we've seen him play in qualifying. Uh, if he d- replicates that the World Cup, even if they go zero points and crash out, mm-hmm. his January price tag is forty five million. But it's more what he's doing with the club than when he does it for Canada. I don't think they get, like, if he does well for Canada, that's three games potentially, right? 
this They're shop window, the though, is my Porto point. games and his Porto performances have been blinding, yeah. like really, really good. So, but, but there's still a there's still a price drop, a discount because it's Portugal. But yeah. now you're talking about an international at the World Cup, and and so if I they get out of the group and he's on, if they get out of the group and he's on fire and he's orchestrating things, he's gone for good money. I, I said this and I wrote this when he committed to Canada. He was 21 years old, I think. There wasn't a chance he would ever play for Portugal. Now, I think he's in this Portugal squad. I do yeah. too. I, th- I yeah. think he may even be starting. Yeah, for Portugal. Well, according to the transfer market, which is some some big clubs actually use to evaluate their players. Believe it or not, they actually this is their main source. Um, <laughs> Eight million euros. Oh, he's worth more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy's probably right in in this economy and. <laughs> January. I'm thinking. I'm thinking between twenty and thirty. Twenty-five mil. He'll, you know, because if it's eight million, somebody would have a sniff right now. Yeah, that was eight million before the last couple months. Yeah, yeah. If it was eight million, he'd be at Bournemouth. He'd be somewhere. Yeah, but I think. I think Coney. I think if he plays and he he shows well, I think he's getting a good move. Yeah, he's I know young as good, well. I know there's some good clubs looking at him. I know Marseille's watching him as well. Yeah, everybody's I, watching him. That'd be a good move for him. Actually. He's only on seventy grand. I think he's made yeah. seventy grand at MLS this year. Yeah, I think he's up for a bit of a pay pay, pay rise next year. Bit. Wherever he ends up, wherever you know the, he goes. There was the link to the blades, right? I'm sure they'll be in for them, him again. There'll probably be some other, maybe some championship clubs that are hoping that they can win promotion and, and snap him up in January. And that's the big carrot. I would love to see him pull an Atiba route and go to Holland. I think that would be amazing for his development. What about the Netherlands instead? No, another, that, no, no I'll play for the Dutch. The Dutch one. <laughs> <laughs> Head to the Lowlands or somewhere else. Uh, I think, I, I think, I think France, to be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. a good club in France would be a great step in some form. Yeah. Makes sense. In a, in Comfortable, speaks a language. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Ozo's been making the tabloids in England? No, uh, the yes. Sun, the Daily Mail had an article. Yes. Um, he's he's got yeah. an English based agent now. Yes, and uh, talking about his his hopes and, and you know, it's, Wizard of Oz was the headline. Os, amazing, and how he's being linked. Where he wants to move to to England, and uh, EFL clubs are are sniffing around right now, and that might be the the pathway he chooses. Uh, but he wants Champions League football as well, right? So maybe it'd be a move to Europe. You know, one of those a Club Bruges type of. of but he's thirty now, right? Yeah, and that will scare off some teams, Jimmy. So, what 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 is the reality for Ozo if he wants to make the move to Europe at this point at his age? He's yeah. not joining a, a a top four or five club in England, for example. Not a chance. No, but I think he he could get a good club in Europe. Definitely think so. You know, thirty. Yeah, I think he's still got a lot left in his in his tank. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think with with also the way that he plays, like a Spain would be great for him. Spain would be great. Just we played in South America before, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Spain. I know we saw the top seven. He's going to make more money in the championship than he is there. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Championship they, he, is a well, like that is one of the best leagues in Europe. Yeah, the second yeah. division is well represented at the World Cup as well. But what yeah. money wise? I mean, TFC have that DP spot open. He wants a lot of money. If he's going to stay here, he wants to get paid. He, his most recent contract was. Uh, I think it's over a mil, all things in, or, or close to it, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. around a million, yeah. Yeah. Just over. Yeah. Will he get that in the championship? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More. So, I guess it's a freebie too, right? It's, there's no transfer fee. Yeah. So that helps. That's a massive thing. 
Yeah. Think yeah, of, so think it'll, of, it'll be mixed in between a signing on bonus and what he makes right. weekly. Uh, here's the other amazing thing. Think about all these clubs in the championship that are, are looking at themselves as a, a brand just beyond the 30,000 seats in their ground to have North America now paying attention to you. Like now that this is a, this is added value for these Canadian players. Right. I think, I think that's what makes 30, but that softens 30 for him. That softens the age. The fact that he's a star international for his country. Well, it makes this world cup so important, right. For, for an Ozo, for a Kone, have a good tournament. It doesn't mean you have to necessarily, um, advance in the group but have a good tournament individually and we know what that means in transfer markets and who everyone's looking right now right there'll be a few clubs hoping he doesn't have a good world cup because they're already tapped in you know yeah it could be as long as he doesn't go to birmingham city if he ends up there (laughs) oh that'd be horrible but he can go to he can go to west giant what are you talking about he can go to west brom this is aston villa bias seeping through here yeah yeah You'd, be, you'd have a Birmingham shirt with others on the back within about the first week. Give over. No, I, would have, I would have some complimentary tweets about the player. <laughs> Despite mm. playing for Birmingham City, Jonathan Azari had a great game this weekend. I would regularly refer to him as Toronto Ontario's Jonathan Azari. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your honest expectations for this Canada? Are, are, who's saying that they're going to get out of the group? What, what do you expect, Craig? Well... If I had to, if I was sitting here and my life depended on it, and I was in the Middle East with a knife around my neck, I mean, uh, if, I, <laughs> if I was under pressure, I would say Canada wouldn't get out of the group. They're the weakest team in that group. But playing in that team and the confidence I have in that dressing room, I would think, you know what? Maybe Belgium beats us eight out of 10 in games. But on the 23rd of November, they're not fucking beating us. That's yeah, the attitude they've got. So I've, I, 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 I have belief. Jimmy, what's your expectation? Uh, what I think is, I think we'll get out of the group. I think we'll sneak out of it. If I'm going to take your left nut, if they don't, would you say that? Might be. Uh, wait, wait a second. Are you going to put remember. the nut back in your bag? Yes. Okay. Well, he did offer it up to me, didn't he? Well, he no, did. he didn't. He, did. he said if he, he had did. three. You could take my right one, but not my left one. <laughs> you think my left one? You think like your feet? Yeah. It's who are they being, Jimmy? Who are they being? For my left one, so you can if have they, my right one. If they advance, who are they being? Uh, Belgium and Croatia. Unless we've got uh, some crazy draws going on here. I I think a draw with Croatia, and I'm hoping that we we beat Morocco. I think four points gets us out. Okay, B. They're beating Croatia, and they're drawing Morocco, and they're getting out of the group. Wow. You, eh? wow. If you were going to be bald like me, would you say that? Yeah, put your hair on the line here, B. Would you? I'll, I'll do. I'll do another one. They're going to lose to Belgium uh, by a scoreline of minimum three nil, but it's going to be Hungary Portugal uh, at the last Euros, and for eighty five minutes or something, it's just going to be Belgium. Knocking on the door, knocking on the door, oh, knocking on the door, game. knocking on yeah, the door, yeah. and you're like, "Is this seriously never going to happen?" And then it, the faucet opens, and the scoreline looks as it should, but the game does not look as the scoreline. All right, all right. So we got two <laughs> advancing from the group, one not advancing. Uh, Wonger, what do you think? In my pool, 
which I, I'm going to be spending $10 on. I have them coming out of the group. And let me see here. I think I even have them. I have them. Uh, Winning all three games. No, come on. Uh, basically beating all they're doing. It's that, la- that last game against Morocco. And they're, they're beating Morocco. So you have them coming out on three points? No, they're tying. Uh, they're tying Croatia. <laughs> That's what I got. All right. Okay, so um, what's, what's your uh, – who's coming out? Are they? Well, are they not? I feel like it's going to be a reverse of 86. Uh, I feel like they're going to beat all the teams 3-0 and uh, eventually go on to face uh, – they're at least going to the semis. All right. I love but it. There's Nolte here. I like the Luff over here. Nolte's <laughs> impressive here. I, I think it's misguided. I'm kind of with Craig here. Mm. In that I don't think they will advance. But this team, every time that they've – set themselves a challenge in qualifying in a game where I thought they wouldn't get a result. They've got a result. They found a way. I think they'll do themselves proud, but in the end, I think they'll, they'll drop points to uh, Croatia and Belgium and, and they'll get points somehow, be it one or three against Morocco. That's my expectation. But Hey, if I'm wrong, I won't be shocked. Charms. Um, you, uh, we all know you're quite thrifty, at least on the betting. (laughs) Um, what is your, what is, uh, what are you going to, in this pool we're doing $10, Mm -hmm. are you going to have them coming out of the, getting out of the, into the 16 or not? No, 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 they're not. Okay. Why would he go against his actual belief when he's putting money on the line? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know where loyalty brings you, but Charms is a disloyal might, son might, of a you bitch. You never know. When I'm faced with that, when I'm faced with that choice on Dave Decola's pool, when I'm faced with that choice and I'm about to make the pick, maybe I'll be lured over. My heart will take over. But then I'll look at the $10 that it costs into the pool and I'll probably go with the brain. That that, that footy prime is paying for. Yeah. Yeah. Also, is yeah. is uh, this man whose name you keep mentioning, is he paying for this advertising? Because I got Sammy Lasota over here. Who's got a pool as well, and we've not spoken about him. Oh, well, Dave, Dave buys pies, so that's yeah. the difference. But, but Dave's been uh, listening to us for well a long time, even no, before Footy Prime. He's loyal. We can't know. join every pool, right? I get off uh, invites to so many pools, and I'm sorry, I, I generally don't do pools. I can't be bothered and cheap, but I can't enter them all. So I'm going to enter Dave's because Footy Prime is paying for it, <laughs> yeah. and I like Dave. Yeah. Um, and you but, and you know yeah, if Char- yeah. if Sharms loses that money, he's jacking his pies up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. exactly. A fifteen percent off is gone. Oh, speaking of fifteen percent, that's right. Now you mention it. If you're a Footy Prime listener and you enter into Sharmsproper.ca, order your pies and put in Footy Prime as a promo code, and you're fifteen percent off on orders over sixty dollars in store as well in Toronto and Pickering. Anyway, that's about it for the show today. Any final comments regarding the World Cup as we get set? I thought we had dark horses. Yeah, but I'm running out of time here. Okay, dark horses. Give me a dark we horse, did Jimmy. Already, didn't we? No. No. Well, give me a dark horse. I want to hear Ser- Serbia. Serbia. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. If good they're one. healthy, though, right? They've they're got due some. as well. Another team that's really due. Haven't really done it on on this stage yet. Uh, B, who's your dark horse? Oh, honestly, all the teams that we've mentioned right now, I feel like could qualify. Portugal could be a dark horse considering things right now. Um, I think Morocco will surprise some people with performances. I, I really, I really do think Morocco is a lot better than we're giving them credit for. Which what, is so why Canada and Morocco are getting out of that group. No, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. 
I didn't say that. I just feel like I wasn't prepared for this question. So I, <laughs> <laughs> quickly, I'm gonna go. Denmark. Uruguay, Uruguay for me. Denmark. Uruguay, okay. And so who's that? Uh, Craig, Denmark. Okay, Denmark. I'm going Senegal still. I'm still saying Senegal. Ah. I like Senegal. I hope they do well. All right, everyone. So we'll be uh, back throughout the the World Cup. We're on tomorrow, right? Is that right? Wednesday. Yeah. Well, it, depending on if uh, we have people in that aren't going to be in Qatar, depending. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. If someone's going to get on an airplane or not. <laughs> You're such a bastard. Anyway, um, that's Footy Prime, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. For those that are going to Qatar, um, we wish them safe travels, that's for sure. And we'll uh, divulge more information on Wednesday night. Cheers for listening and keep on buying newspapers. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.